Hey everybody, welcome back to the Do Something Together podcast series uh, and video series. Glad that you guys are here. Uh, we are continuing our conversation about biblical community, what it means to local church, and how we can improve on it. Today, my guest, Paul Price, uh, the one and only. How's it going? <laughs> we are going to have a conversation today uh, about men specifically. And uh, today we're asking the question, why men struggle with it? Why it's something that we tend to, as a as a species, why we just uh, we don't do this really well, and then we're going to talk about why we need to do it well. And so, uh, Paul, you ready to get started? Let's go. Okay, here we go. All right. Well, welcome back, uh, Paul. For those that don't know you very well, I know you helped lead our Better Man. Uh, group that we did, was it last fall, I guess? Yeah. Um, but for those that may not know you very well, tell people a little bit about yourself. Who are you, about your family? Just kind of give us give us your bio. Sure. So uh, as Craig said, my name's Paul Price and uh, my beautiful bride of 20 years this month. And oh. just a few weeks. Wow. Bridget is Bridget Price. Yeah. So been married almost 20 years, and um, we have four kids, beautiful children, about to have one graduate, Marley, which, Craig, you know about Marley. She's yeah. about to take off and launch, and um, have uh, three others, uh, JP, Rylan, and Luke, and um, so we are a family of six. As I say, anything over three is just insanity anyway. <laughs> um, why not, right? <laughs> why not? Just keep on adding them on, you know, but thankfully, no, we're done, but uh, no, um but yeah, so uh, dad of uh, four and a beautiful wife, and um, so we we we've been here in Cersei for the last I think it's been twelve years this summer, twelve or thirteen. I lose lose track of it. We lived in Maumelle for about eight years, and um, and men's ministry, I mean, for me has been you know it's been it's been super important. Um, I mean, from the beginning before I get you know the year before Bridget and I got married, you know, I was kind of in a crazy time in my life, but thankfully I was part of a church in Maumelle that that was a big. Uh, they were just kind of launching their first men's ministry. Yeah. So being, I was a God thing for me being, it was something exactly what I needed be around a big group of guys, you know, who were all, no one had, like you said, no one had to figure it out. The guys, they don't, a lot of times they don't attract to men's ministry. You almost right. have to go get them. But quickly what I saw in my life is how important it was for a, um, you know, to be connected with guys and, and, and man, just go through life together, you know, and, and, as I always say, iron sharpens iron is one yeah. of my favorite verses we always use mm-hmm. for men's ministry. It's so true. It's easy to memorize it, but as far as to do it, a lot of guys don't like to go there, you know. Yeah. Kind of got to, you know. Plus, you know, guys like iron and sharpening stuff. So sounds cool. It does. <laughs> it just works. That's why I think maybe that's why I love it so much. It just sounds cool. It's just talking about knives and swords. Yeah. Uh, well, today, you know, all this whole series, we're, we're taking the first half of these episodes to ask the question why, to really dive into the importance of it. And then the back half, we're hopefully giving some practical stuff at answering the question, talking about how we can do better. So when it comes to uh, to guys, to men in general, I've got some numbers. I'm a numbers nerd. Sure. Uh, and so these are some that I found that were really sad, um, but I don't know that they're all that surprising. Uh, USA Today says that only 21% of men say they receive emotional received emotional support from a friend within the last week. Um, fatherly put out a thing and said in 2021, same year, only 21%, same percent of men reported they were very happy. Those are the exact same numbers on different, uh, on the, on this perspective. So you got 21% of men saying they received support 
and 21% saying they were happy. I don't think that's a coincidence that those no. numbers are very similar there. Yeah. Um, guys don't like to, a lot of times they don't like to share their emotions. We live in a, you know, I mean, you can, <laughs> we, we went through better man, you know, mm-hmm. ministry last year and we talked about all the all stereotypes and how the guys, they fight, try to, they watch TV. We watch, you know, the, or the internet, whatever it is, you know, all these websites and it's well, what's, what's the coolest, what's the next, you know, not right. to not CrossFit, but it's like I, 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 a lot of guys think yeah. they have to be ripped with a 14 pack, you know, stomach and they've got the, you know, the beard that curls up yeah. and the, <laughs> and the trendy, everything, you know, the clothes and it, it's, it's, uh, um, guys get lost in that and they don't, and they, they, they'll think that they have to hold it together and they have to have it all be, have all the answers and be tough and know how to do all the things at the house. Guys, things that we struggle with, they don't want to talk about it. And, mm-hmm. and then when their emotions, you know, they just, a lot of times they want to keep it to themselves and live in their own little, as I call them, their little Island mm-hmm. in their head. And that's one of the scariest places to be. You yeah. know, that's where Satan really attacks us is, is, is isolating us and getting us on those islands. And I've seen a lot of guys and talked to a lot of guys and I've even fallen into it too where you get separated and that's what, you know, together as, you know, like in an army, you're, you're stronger in numbers. And when you're, when we're torn apart on these little places, that's where we get lost in it and where the dark comes in, you know? So let's talk about that for a second. Why, why do, why do we tend to isolate? Is it just what, what is it from your experience or, you know, you've gone through better man a couple of times, you've helped teach it. Uh, what, what are the things that you notice? Why, why do we, why do we want to be in our own space or in our own mind? Why, why do we go there? Well, uh, I would say for, for the, even sometimes of myself and a lot of guys I've, you know, been around in ministry is that, um, we like to sin. I mean, sin's easy. Mm. It's our default, right? It's our flesh. Yeah. So if it's addictions, if it's uh, hidden dark places, we don't want people to know about, uh, things we're involved in, you know, we want to, I mean, it's easy for guys to kind of think, Hey, if I'm not being held accountable, if I don't have somebody that's, you know, there that, that sees things that are going on, you know, then I mean, I can, it's, it's, it's easiest, you know, I can, I can just kind of hide away in those places. And, and like I said, a lot of times, I mean, you know, sin is, it appears to be fun and when we're separated and we're, we're away from, um, from God, you know, a lot of times that's, we think that's kind of our default and it's the easiest thing to do. The hardest thing to do is when you can can go to a brother over coffee or, you know, just a lunch or whatever at, at night meeting up and just kind of saying, Hey man, I'm struggling with some things, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to, um, I want to look more like Christ through this. I don't want to hide anymore. There's things in my marriage and my life, whatever things are going on, or I'm struggling with depression. That's a serious, serious, serious mm-hmm. deal right now. And I think, um, it's just easier for people to kind of just tuck away and just, just to push it away. And, um, as guys, we just, um, you know, we just don't like to open up to that. It's harder for us in our mind to, to open up and bear things show our emotions. Um, but what I found, I'm telling you, man, I've seen it over and over is when guys, when they will go there, it's hard at first. And some guys deal better with it than others. Some, some reason <laughs> way my DNA was sometimes, uh, as my buddy might call me a while back, I'm an over communicator. <laughs> we'll just keep on going on and on, yeah. you know? Well, I, I've, God blessed me with the ability from the early on in ministry to be able to just share my, I mean, my faults. I, I laugh at myself all the time. I'm, I'm, I'll say I'm, I'm the worst at that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I struggle with that all the time, you know. Um, some guys don't like to do that. And I have friends right now that they do. There's, I don't know if it's a, not an ego thing or if it's just a wall or they want to just appear that they have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't yeah. want to have a couple right now. And it just it, daily, you talk to them, everything's figured out. No, I don't struggle with much. Oh, yeah. They, and then they, you you bring up a friend you've met that's struggling with something and they don't they don't they don't connect with that they yeah. go oh that's why I don't I don't ever do that you know yeah. it's just but so guys are just like a lot of times that's their DNA but yeah. um 
when guys get real and they bear their hearts and bear their souls in a safe place, you know, I always tell that in men's ministry, it's got to be a place where you can't, you know, guys can't go tell their wives, they can tell their girlfriends or their other buddies, you know, it's got to be right. a safe place. I think in the church we've kind of failed in that area sometimes. Yeah, yeah we really have, you know, I, you know, I'm, because of my job, I, I follow a lot of, of, of studies and stuff like that when it comes to ministry. And there are so many times, you know, you, t- you hear these, these mega church pastors or these faith leaders who, who they fall or fail morally, you know, they run into sin, they have affairs or something like that. And every, the, the people I respect a lot always come back and say, you know, it's, it's so sad to see this because chances are the, the system they were in, the, the, the church they were in or whatever probably does not provide them an opportunity to actually be vulnerable yep. because they're afraid of losing a job. They're afraid yeah. of people looking at them a certain way or people leaving their church. Or, and so I think that trickles down to, even if you're not in ministry, it trickles down. Like if you, if you come out and say, I'm, I'm struggling in this area, well, how will this affect me in the community? How will this affect, get back to my family? How will this affect my business? Uh, how will my friends look at me? Uh, which, you know, we think about guys as we all want to be a little bit macho, yeah. but I think at the heart of all of us, we're a little bit insecure. I think we, we, we are, sure. we are afraid to be vulnerable because we're afraid of that stuff showing. Uh, I think you could trace that all the way back to, to the garden. When, when sin entered the world, what's the first thing they did? Yeah. Adam blamed Eve, you know, yeah. so blamed like, Eve oh, and hid. No. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do, you know, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. So I think it's just hardwired into us to, to do that. So, um, that, that kind of leads into my next thing. We guys want to be fixers, right? I know, right. I know that's my personality at least. So does, does, do you, does this ring true? Do our insecurities keep us from having authentic relationships with other guys, with other people? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, in any, in, in any ministry, I think there's always a, and especially if you're a Christ follower, you know, you think you feel like you've got to have it all figured out and you're afraid that, um, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, a lot of, a lot of times guys don't want to get involved in the ministry because they feel like that, uh, I mean, who am I to be telling someone else and, you know, and, and trying to encourage and build, build up people when I need it. And I'm, I'm insecure about all these things, but we, we don't want to, like, as I said, we don't want to bear those things. We won't let people know that, man, I'm, I'm scared right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, financially, I look at the world right now and I'm, I mean, I've, I heard a guy there just last week tell me that he was afraid for the world of what's going on right now. And especially after this past weekend, all the awful things that are happening around the country. I mean, um, some got people, they feel like they're afraid of their kids growing up in this world right now, but you know, just being able to talk about, you know, the stresses and the, I mean, I just feel like a lot of the, you I mean, I'll go there suicide right now. And yeah. then right now is I yeah. mean, in the military, wherever it is, is at a record high. And, I think um, we've even dealt with that here in Cersei. You know, there's been mm-hmm. guys, you know, that we've dealt with that. And I think a lot of it is just um, not uh, making it a safe place, like you said, and let people know, listen, I'm not going to judge you. You know, um, someone told me this years ago. Bridget and I were doing a ministry called Downline Ministry out of, out of uh, Memphis. And one of the, one of the things that they talked about most was that the number one thing that people want, um, and I don't care where you live in the, in the world, but the number one thing, thing that people want is they want to be known. They mm-hmm. want to, so they want you to, to be able to have a safe place where I can, you can know everything about me, my sin, my problems, my, the good things about me, all the things uh, you really know me, but also be loved. Yeah. And so people, a lot of times they're afraid of that. Maybe through their experiences in the past with, you know, with uh, relationships, you know, God doesn't love like we do. It's unconditionally. 
Um, you forgive us, you know, 70 times seven. I mean, but we don't accept that we see someone, we hurt somebody or they get mad at us. We, we, we start thinking this is how it's going to be. Right. I'm not going to be perfect. They're, they're, these people are not going to like me when they hear about, you know, the things I'm going through, you know, and, and Satan does this with guys. He'll tell them, he'll make them think you're the only one that's dealing with that. that exactly that right. Or you're the only one dealing with that. You're, you know, if, if they, people, these people found out what, what you're involved in or what your past is. Yeah. They're going to say, man, this is not the place for you. Sorry, brother. Whereas on the other side, Jesus says, I don't want to go hang out with people who think they're all cleaned up and better. I want to go to the hospital. You know, I want to go mm-hmm. with people who are who are hurting. One of my best relationships, I always go to this thinking about what we're going to do today. Is one of my best relationships still is, and I'll be up front, the guy's in federal prison right now, one of my best friends. Hopefully he's going to come talk to us, you know, there at, uh, if we do some more things in men's ministry, um, is uh, a guy who I'm closest with. And we went through, you know, while he was leading up to have to go to prison for some business things, um, we, we, we got closer than, any, than I, I've, I've been with any, any guy in my life, man. We just bared. He knows every bit of the, my past, everything I've gone through. I know everything he's gone through. We had to go through some ugly places to get him from where he was to now being a strong Christian man of God. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a relationship that I, I just, you know, every man should have guys around them like that where they yeah. just bear it and they know it. And they just say, man, I, I know you're, you're, you've gone through this addiction. I know you've had these problems in relationships or with substance, whatever it is, you know, with job, you know, uh, stealing or whatever it is, you know, things you go through, you know, and yet you're still my brother. I still love you. We're going to get through this. And I accept you, and I'm, and I'm, and like once again, it's in a, it's in a place where I, you know, that where it's safe, and I can trust you, and know that, you know, I've opened my heart up to these things. And guys, that's, that's where freedom happens, you know. Mm-hmm. That's where, and I, I mean, I've seen it, guys that have just gone through tough things, and they just, they find out, man, hey, I'm not the only one going through this. And I yeah. promise you, you know, with this whole thing, with, um, you know, with uh, being separated and going through depression and through doubt and, and all these things you're going through. Um, Man, when you get around guys, and I've just seen the power of that, you know. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, we've talked about a couple different things. And when it comes to this question, we're asking why men struggle with it. I think that, for me, might sum it up. Because I do think people, especially guys, think that because we're supposed to be macho and have it all figured out, that anytime we do deal with something we struggle with, we do think we're the only ones. Yeah. My favorite thing to do in small groups, especially when it's in a guy's small group, is is talk about something that I know most people might think they're the only ones that that they deal with. You know, it could be a li- depending on the season or demographic, but you know, you could use something like lust for example. You know, an, a, a lot of guys struggle with this. Oh, I would, God, don't I would about to say all, all men guys, struggle yeah. with it. But so many think that they are the only ones that do. Oh yeah. They think that they're the outlier. And so my favorite thing to do is just, is just ask the question, okay, how many of you struggle with it? And if you got to have the relationship equity in there to get them to really respond and raise their hand to it. But my next question after that, every time is, okay, how many thought you were the only one and to see every person also raise their hand Mm -hmm. shows it just proves and, for me, it immediately. So when we're talking about life groups, if you have a life group, but this is a great once you once you get to that spot, this is a great way to help kind of really bring the conversation together because always after that happens, the walls come down. Yeah, they realize they're no longer alone in these struggles. Mm-hmm. So I would say, I would say confidently, I don't think it matters what you're going through. So if you're a guy listening to this, 
there are very rare circumstances, very rare circumstances where you might be the only one going through something. And I dare say there's probably nothing that you're all alone in. Yeah. Someone somewhere is going through it. And that's the importance I think of, and we can talk more about this in the next episode that we're, we're together, but like all the more reason we need to share our stories and talk about this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's the what's the power of sharing your story? What does that do when you tell other guys what you're struggling with? Well, uh, early on, gosh, 21 years ago, I was kind of being discipled. When I, when I consider myself being a really a new follower of Christ, it's the first time I've ever had a personal relationship really with him. It was about 21 years ago, 22 years ago. Um, a guy named Louis Clark told me that. He said, man, um, what a tr- the, the, a big definition of tragedy in the Christian walk is when you go through something and God carries you through that and pulls you out of it and you don't share it with somebody else. You mm. know, I mean, that's just, a, um, that's something that I, you know, I, I talked about earlier that God put on my heart was being vulnerable. And, um, you know, some people do, do, do well with it. And I've been in guys groups where you have some people that just kind of clam up. And they don't talk a whole lot. I think they still get benefit from hearing other stories um, but I've learned that when I'm, I'm vulnerable and what you, you, know, you kind of alluded to asking good questions out early, what I a lot of times do is I will share, um, I'll just tell them, look, I'm, I, I know my struggles and I'm, I'm, a lot of times I'm open with them and I'll just tell them, man, I, I struggle with this. Um, and by, by being honest with a lot of guys in front of them and you see that, Hey, they can see you're opening up and starting off with that. You know, so if you're a small group leader, we're thinking about it being open and honest with people and just letting them know that, Hey, I, I've, I've dealt with this. We've dealt with this in our marriage. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with this. Um, I'm, 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 you know, we're all made of the flesh. We, you know, we sin, even Paul talked about it in the Bible and he's constantly struggling with some things, just being open and honest with it and vulnerable. And man, that just opens doors too. You know, that's what I've seen is where, you know, it can really, uh, get, get people where they feel like it's a safe area and that they're not on an Island by themselves. A lot of times I just use my own vulnerability, you know, and, and honesty with it, you know, and, it's uh, it's freedom when you can do mm-hmm. that too. So yeah, and that first step is always going to be the hardest, right? Like yeah. that that first time you open your mouth to actually be vulnerable and tell your story. Yeah, that's going to be the hardest part. Yeah. So if 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 you're worried it's going to be really hard, it will be for that very first moment. After that, the freedom flows in. Like once you've broken that barrier, once you've oh, broken yeah. that seal, it's it's like it doesn't matter anymore. It, it's over. You know that yeah. fear, that shame goes away pretty quickly. Well, when you see that you're, you know, I mean, and, and and think about the church, it should be the number one safest place yeah. for us to be ourselves, yeah. and especially in a small group. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you need to go to a congregation on Sunday morning and just <laughs> lay out all your problems or things you're going through. No, but when you're in a uh, a group of guys or girls that you're safe with, and you know that, um, you know that they are all we're all called for the same purpose, and you know we we want to see healing, we want to see encouragement, building each other up, and um. Man, this like I said, you can you can really um, you can really grow, and a lot of times get through those those addictions or the the um, you know, the things that you're dealing with. You know the the problem or sin you're in, and and um, God can heal you through that. A lot of times it's just being open and just um, you know sharing your your feelings and your thoughts, and yeah. um, so that's good. Yeah. Well, Paul, that's our time for this one. Um, thank you, man. I think this was really good. This was great. Yeah. Um, what I like to have everybody do to close this thing out, uh, I just want our, our guest, which is you, sure. you uh, pray over the guys, like okay. our, our specific group. Just pray over the men that we figure this out, we get it right, that we that we thrive in this. Sure. 
God, we love you, Lord, and just want to come to you right now um, just thinking about the, the journey you've taken me through in the last uh, 22 years um, and how you just uh, pulled me from just a darkness, one of the toughest times of my life, um, and you just pulled me through that. And as, you know, as I give, I tell, I give guys my testimony, it's just, I just love the fact that just telling my story of what you've done in my life and by, by what you've done, God, in, in my life and so many guys around me have seen me as it, it, it encourages me and makes me, just gives me proof to know that you can have the power to change lives. You have the power to, as I said, pull guys through addictions, through problems, through sin, through depression, through uh, fear and doubt, things to their marriages and their friendships and their kids. You have the ability to heal and you have the ability to build us up, God, and to make us into uh, look more like Christ. So, Lord, I, I pray over the uh, the men that are going to hear this or listen to this, Lord, and just pray, God, that you would just give them, if it takes a nudge, if it takes just you to the Holy Spirit to stir their heart to where they want to be involved um, and, and to come closer together with other guys or just with other people that want to hear this that want to get in a small group or just in a, a women's group, that you would just encourage them and, and break down walls so they wouldn't be afraid to do that, Lord. We love you. Give you all the praise and glory. Thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget, if you haven't already, uh, be sure to subscribe to wherever you're consuming this content uh, because we've got more of these heading your way all summer long. Uh, share it with a friend, especially guys. Listen, if, if you know a guy who needs to hear this, uh, share it with them. Send them a link. Uh, we also want to hear back from you. So if there's questions you you want uh, answered on this topic or if you if we can help connect you somehow into a men's group or a life group or a different ministry uh, let us know uh, because that's why we're here we're here for you guys and maybe listen if you're a, a, a lady listening to this episode I hope you didn't skip it because if you've got a husband a brother uh, a friend somebody else uh, that maybe you're close to uh, I think it's important for you guys to hear this as well and help share this content with them as well. Uh, Paul, thank you once again, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, enjoyed uh, it. Uh, we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>